We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome back to another episode of No Other Pod. I'm Jimmy, as always, with my good buddy Dan. And Dan, we may not be making playoffs this year, but we got a very special victory pod this week because we did something to the Seattle Sounders that has not happened in their 13 years of existence in Major League Soccer, and that is we eliminated them from the Major League Soccer postseason. Dude, we're a bunch of losers, but so are they. So welcome (laughs) to the bottom, you fucking fools oh man it's, it, feel, uh, it feels so sweet dude just just take taste it it tastes so goddamn good <laughs> it's amazing i loved every minute of it yeah if uh if we can't have uh the playoffs then i want to take it from other people too especially a fan base like the seattle sounders who were the atlanta united fan base before they were atlanta united yeah. who were the austin fc fan base before they were austin fc who are likely the st louis city fc fan base before they become st louis city <laughs> So <laughs> that was a lot to say, <laughs> right? Well, every team that comes into the league has a worse and worse fan base. So I I've never been more excited. I'm just like, oh my gosh, are we in the playoffs? No, but that's kind of what it feels like right now. Oh. It's so freaking fun, and it's fun to watch these games. And everyone's like, is Vermees going to play the kids? Uh, no, he's not. No, he's not because he's out for blood. All right, that's awesome. He's playing for keeps. It's incredible. So very excited to talk about that. Uh, but uh, but yeah, we uh, this is a this is a big week for us. We got some exciting uh, news to drop in just a yeah. little bit. I'm gonna tease you right there. I'm not gonna tell uh-huh. you exactly what it is. Gonna make Jeez. you wait around and French listen. Tickler. About halfway through this episode, you're gonna hear some uh, some exciting news about the future of No Other Pod. I think it's exciting news, at least. I know you think it's exciting news. Yeah, I mean, if people don't think it's it's exciting news, then I'm like. Who are you? Like, what, what, are you, <laughs> what are you doing? Do you not care? <laughs> right, exactly. So, uh, yeah, we're uh, we're definitely looking forward to to revealing what you know. I guess I would say no other pod 2.0 could be. Well, don't next hype, phase of don't no other hype pod. it. Now you're hyping it too much. Now it's a lot of pressure. Now you're just <laughs> now you're gonna make it's gonna crumble. Right. Like, it's gonna fold like an origami. It's not gonna right? fold. Let's, nope, it's not. It's gonna be great. People are gonna <laughs> love it. God damn! Uh, get the YouTube we'll stream up. I guess we'll just announce it live. <laughs> no, Bring it's it not. Up. We're not. We're not jumping into video yet. Although it's on the list of wants, so we'll see. Well, look I'm at my, stu- look at my it. studio. I know. Why wouldn't we do that? People look at Darth see- Maul well, over here. Because you see Darth Maul. I do. Yeah. Because look at my bare wall behind. I got my scarf yeah. wall in the other room, but it, I didn't right. set it up for my recording room. Well, so you should fix your recording room. Put up a bunch of. Uh, jerseys or something you know <laughs> <laughs> there you go figure it out uh but yeah so stick around till about halfway through the episode for that but but first if you have not yet left us a five-star rating and review please go ahead and do so we would appreciate it go on uh, spotify leave us a five-star rating if you can and uh, go on apple Podcasts, leave us that five-star rating or a review and we'll read it on air so uh yeah really uh, appreciate those of you who have done it uh but let's jump in to this Seattle Sounders game. It was the last home game of 2022, uh, which in some ways uh, is a little sad, but it's also, you know, maybe I would consider it a bittersweet game because you're like, ah, damn, like we really ended the year strong at home. That, that really got fun at the end there. New faces, new players, a lot of momentum really ended the year strong. 
And then on the other hand, I'm like, okay, good. This godforsaken season is over. We can finally like <laughs> officially basically look to 2023. We have one more game and that's it. One more game. I, I do wish we could spoil something for Dallas uh, this weekend, but we cannot. They are in the playoffs in a good spot, um, which they're they're real good this year. But it was dude, we just bring in... might be able to technically ruin a potential home playoff game for them. Okay. All right. Well, there's that. But I mean, that that being said, Seattle came to town and they need points. It's do or die for them. Like even if they drew, they they'd be out of the playoffs. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? They had to home. win. And not I mean, we we got them, dude. We took care of business. It was I mean, score sheet was 1-0. Expected. Uh, Stefan Fry was like 10-0. Like that yeah. man had 10 saves, my friend. That's the weird thing. The expected goals is actually not that different. It's 1.7 for SKC to 1.1, which is wild because shots on goal was 11 to 1. Dude. And Stefan Fry saved 10. Mm -hmm. Like, that's insane. Normally you hear like, oh, SKC had 11 shots, but only two were on goal on target. Uh, No, we had 11 shots on goal. Yeah, we were pelting him. I mean, from from right off the bat, the first five minutes, if you look at the possession split, it was 90% home possession. Um, And, you know, Seattle got a little bit more uh, possession favor at the very end of the game last, you know, 20 minutes or so that sort of evened out the possession closer to 50-50 overall. But, I mean, SKC came out hot. I think we were motivated. Uh, Like I said, Seattle has been in MLS 13 years now, I think. They've existed longer than that, but they've been in MLS 13 years. Oh, nine, yeah. And they have not a single time missed the MLS postseason until now. If there was if there was ever a rivalry before, there certainly is now. Because Seattle will hate us after this. And tell me, tell me, Stephen Fry doesn't make Team of the Week if they beat us. I mean, he might still make Team. <laughs> team no, of the he, week. he didn't. He didn't. Oh, did they it, already, yeah, they already announced that. it. I missed it. There's other but, soccer uh, news going on right now, so yeah, lots going on. <laughs> but I, I was like, really, he didn't make it because that that man was like blocking it with his face, with his junk. It was all over the place, dude. Stephen Fry is good. I mean, he's he's, he's been around. Good. I mean, he's been equally as good, arguably, maybe better on the whole than even Tim Melia has been for as long as he's Tim Melia. It's it's basically been, I would say, Fry and Melia have been the two most consistent. MLS oh, goalkeepers sure. since what 2015 so it's fun to watch if you're a Seattle fan if you're mm-hmm. anyone else's fan you're you hate this man <laughs> he looks like he came uh straight out of the history channel show Vikings he is a Viking absolutely <laughs> he uh he looks like he's a long lost brother of uh the wrestler Edge you know okay I see <laughs> Edge it. was in Edge was in Vikings you know oh, was he I didn't yeah. know that yeah uh I, it's just you know in this Seattle team I mean they still got Jordan Morris, Nicholas Ladero, Albert Roos, yeah. Christian Roldan, Alex Roldan, the brothers Roldan. Uh, sucks to suck. All of those people you named sucks to suck. <laughs> this is a strong team, but then again, you look at Sporting KC and you're like, man, this lineup has really sort of settled into itself. With Shallow Yagata Russell, as expected. Tommy Voltaire Espinosa, as expected. Sweat Fontas Isi That's basically the starting yep. four back Can line. Can we get a hair flip for Zussi? Welcome back, Spino. baby! <laughs> So this is, uh, you know, I still maintain that neither Fontas nor EC should be back next year. They're not worth it. If either of them are back, it needs to be on a significant pay cut. But uh, they've certainly performed better over the last month and a half, two months than they did to start the year. So uh, EC with his his option to, to get picked up next year, I think that's still tough because a million plus for his performance I don't think has been great. Fontas, still, I don't know. I don't expect him back necessarily unless it's for like half his salary he is now. But I think they made Peter's decision for them at least a little more interesting over the last month and a half, maybe two months of, of players. So it's, it, you would ask me, you go back and listen to the podcast halfway through this year, and it was like, cut them loose now, cut and dry. So I think, you know, they, they yeah, pretty regress mean. to the pretty mean, mean a little bit. Yours. <laughs> but uh i don't know man this is uh uh i unfortunately could not be in person at this game which is a bummer because it's kind of a historic game um yeah Sporting kc makes a habit of giving teams their first loss at their new home stadiums and now apparently giving teams their first ever uh elimination from making the mls postseason 
now so. apparently tying the longest record for most home victories at Children's Mercy Park. It's wild, man. You get it's one wild. more in 2023, you break a record. Win the home opener. What you got to do? Done deal. You got to do. Uh, yeah, essentially. Absolutely. So tell me, since I wasn't there, you were there, uh, what was the energy in Children's Mercy Park like? It, it felt like it was pretty good because people knew, even though we weren't going to make the playoffs, that this was a historic opportunity to take down the Sounders. Sure. Energy was fun because uh, 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 soft pretzels were half off, so great time. <laughs> <laughs> Fan appreciation night. Absolutely. I appreciate them pretzels in my mouth. But I'll tell you what, uh, I think we all understood that we dislike Seattle. We all uh, were in agreement that uh, fuck Ted Uncle. And, <laughs> and uh, you know, just nice to see Zeusy out there, get see Pulse Camp have another uh, uh, solid performance and yeah. another Willie got a goal. So what what more can you ask for? Well, I mean, you it, got was, it, man. it was packed, dude. This is not what you would expect from a team who is not making the playoffs. You would expect attendance to drop. And it really has not. No. It, I mean, honestly, it might have gotten better over the last two months of the year because we started playing well at home we started playing actually exciting soccer well it was so, sold out i think they listed attendance at nineteen thousand four thirty nine. yeah that's standing room only yeah i mean because i think it's dude, like eighteen thousand four sixty seven is official seating capacity or something like that on unreal i it's just it's exciting i did not expect this and it just shows these fans are excited about something we are excited yeah so, you know, it was an exciting game. Uh, you mentioned Stefan Fry had had 10 saves. Um, he was standing on his head. Uh, 28th minute was one of those saves where uh, Willie Agata almost got his first goal. He sort of gets a, a, a shoulder or something to the ball and then gets a rebound. And Fry gets two of his 10 saves right then and there. And then he goes down grabbing his uh, undercarriage, it appears, because he got hit. But uh, <laughs> he uh, he did quite well. Um, and it was kind of a bummer that Agata couldn't get a, uh, a goal there, but it didn't take much longer because just, you know, what, 13, 14 minutes later, 41st minute, uh, it starts with a steal from Remy Voltaire. He chests it down, finds Daniel Shallowy out left, and then Agata, my God, the touch on this man. He, my uh, Agata. T- my Agata. Oh, my Agata. He, uh, touches <laughs> it down with his left foot, calmly slots it away, does a backflip, and, uh, man, he is just, he is something. Did a flip right in front of me, right there in the corner flag. And I was like, yes, flip. It was so exciting. Mm-hmm. We all love flips, dude. Everyone yeah. loves going to Cirque du Soleil. That shit's <laughs> wild. Yeah, <laughs> he, uh, he does a bet. You know, Dom Dwyer used to do a flip, but Agata's flip's better. It's yeah, much better. Well, I mean, there were some times Agata almost overshot it and falls down. I'm like, dude, if, if you guys, like, Pop an ACL or some <laughs> shit. If you do something wrong here, I swear to God, this is not good. He touches it down with that left foot, you know, turns it, puts it in the corner with his left foot. It's just a thing of beauty. Uh, one of my friends who's a Seattle fan uh, was was mentioning how it's not fair to have Willie Agata on your team because the man is, you know, 105% muscle. And uh, if you look at this man when he takes his shirt off, I think you've heard of a six-pack. This man has like a 74-pack because his entire yeah. chest and stomach is nothing but abs. Yeah, the man definitely makes you want to commit to fitness. And uh, <laughs> like fitness is, you know, fit, fitness whole pizza in my mouth. You know how that right. goes, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's me every night. Tough times, dude. Tough times out here. You can't out-exercise a bad diet. And Willie God is like, bad diet? What the hell is that? What is a bad diet? I do want to know, like, if we get him on this podcast at some point, I would love to talk to him about what he eats. Like, if it's just Dude. like, I eat yes. quinoa and salmon and, and grilled chicken. Or if he's like, okay. ah, I'm going to throw down a, a pizza and a bratwurst or whatnot. I'm just going to go run around for 10 miles after. and. He- he probably does. It's all about portion control is what it is. You can eat all those things, but how many chicken breasts are you having? How many brats? Buddy, yeah. am I stopping at two? No, I'm probably going to have a third. Like it's <laughs> Maybe he's on the TB12 diet. What's that? Uh, eat That's... whole grains and divorce your wife. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. It's, all, it's everyone's talking about it. It's all, it's all we're supposed to care about these days because that's what's being fed to us online. <laughs> I don't think he... like. I saw something that was like he's not allowed to eat strawberries on the TV now, and I'm like, you know, a little high glycemic. Yeah, I can well, see it. Yeah, but you know, then they asked, you know, so what's, what's his, what's his cheat meal, apples? and he said quinoa, and I'm like, quinoa can't be your cheat meal. 
what, yeah, what do you put in it? Are you just salting it up? Is that what makes it the cheat? <laughs> I'm just like, come on, man. Bun- bunch of salt. What's your cheat meal, dude? Well, it's not one thing. I'll have some pizza, then probably going to have some ice cream. Like, it's going to blow my diet out of the water, right. and I'm going to hate myself in the morning. It right. is what it is. But, you know, or quinoa. So Quinoa. <laughs> uh, it did almost, I mean, it wouldn't have mattered. It would have only ended in a draw, but there was a, a moment of uh, uncertainty for Sporting Kansas City just before the 60th minute because uh, Fontas took down Freddie Montero. I thought it was pretty clear that this wasn't a penalty and Freddie Montero was just being a little, you know what? Uh, uh, it was t- sketch. It was right in front of us, and I was like, ooh, it might be. Well, Ted <laughs> Uncle got signaled. Yeah. I don't know. I just, you look at the replay, based on what I see, Freddie Montero certainly making a meal of it, but the video assistant referee signaled down. Uncle goes and looks at it. You hear the boost from Children's Mercy Park fans because you know when the ref goes to the screen to look at it, it's almost a guarantee it's going to come back as a reverse call. Yeah. Unless you're Ted Uncle, and then you go review it, and you're like, no, fuck you. I was right the first time. I'm Ted Uncle, and I'm keeping my call. Dude, Ted Uncle doesn't give a (laughs) shit. He's like, I run this league. Do you know this? Right. He didn't call anything. There were so many people were getting like hit in the face and he was just like get the fuck up pussy you know he was not okay he just (laughs) ted uncle man it it was you know people people used to call it the geiger show when mark geiger was the referee ted uncle might be worse no ted uncle's real bad and for the record ted uncle would say that p word that i just said i would never say that that's a ted uncle word quoting him yeah no i have to you have to clarify that you have to clarify and say i've never i would never say that but ted uncle did you know i'm glad you clarified because well i feel like i saw it in your face you needed the clarification which means maybe (laughs) other people needed it so there it is ted uncle absolutely would be one of the benefits of a video version of this podcast is to see the silent <laughs> facial reactions that nobody but us gets to see. Uh, nobody, but us, nobody but us gets to see that you have a clear version of how these episodes are supposed to go. And I always derail you. And you're like, I don't, uh, I guess I'm just going to hang on to this caboose while Dan just <laughs> goes full steam. <laughs> Grab the wheel. I'm the captain now. Yep. I, <laughs> Jesus, Jesus, Dan, take the wheel. Jesus, Dan. Well, you got the hair for it. So I do. I'm feeling good. I wish I could get that Jesus on the cross body, though. You know, that's, well, uh, he's got like a 26 pack, too. It's interesting you say that because so I have some family in town right now. We went to the Nelson Atkins Museum uh, oh. this past uh, weekend on, on Saturday. We did a little Modern bit of art, art golf, uh, art course, yeah. the putt putt. Fun time. And then, uh, and then we went to the museum. And I never noticed, not that this has turned into a, you know, a, a, a an art podcast, but I was like, it is interesting because all of the like, you know, Western European depictions of of Jesus, very skinny, very sort of frail looking white man, and then there's Italian Jesus, and this guy has 27 abs just like Willie Agata, and he's broad <laughs> as hell, and it's son, the Italians that man, they had right. a vision. And then there's uh, United States Jesus, and we just, and it's just well, we still think hat. Santa Claus is real, okay? We just commercialize <laughs> right. the hell out of Santa. Put a gun and a, and a red trucker cap on him, and, and that's what they think. So, anywho, <laughs> enough about enough about Jesus. Um, you know, all about it. No, it, I mean, this was a fun match, and now we go uh, to, to hopefully play spoiler uh, for a home playoff game for FC Dallas fans. Um, we've had a pretty good record against FC Dallas in recent history. Uh, we beat them last time we played in May. We drew with them uh, in April. We beat them uh, the time before that, last September. So certainly an opportunity here. Dallas is a good team. But uh, I-, I don't know, man. I- I'm just I'm happy the season has ended basically the way it has, where we're on a run, sure. and I'm just looking forward to seeing what this team uh, can evolve to over the offseason and into 2023. Well, here's my hype right now. I was I was so hyped for Seattle that I, I was all like, well, this is the last game of the year. Like, that's how it feels. There was something on the line in a sense of keeping them from the playoffs. Like, that was cool. But now we're playing Dallas. There really isn't any stakes. And it's I, I, wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't be surprised if we do roll out a very rotated lineup for this. Um, I don't know. They, they asked Peter and Johnny, like, after the game, hey, was there any extra incentive or motivation to go out there and keep Seattle from the playoffs? And, and they said no. But I'm like, come on, that that's in your head a little bit, right? Whereas Dallas, that's not that doesn't exist. Yeah, yeah. I don't so, know why do they lie to us? Why tell us about <laughs> it? You're in there asking questions. You you see right through them. They're liars. 
Yeah, they are. <laughs> they are. But you know, tell me that's not motivation. Hey, come on, <laughs> this team hates you because your goalkeeper rock bottomed a man into his own net. <laughs> like they don't like you, so oh, they want to no. beat you real bad. Yeah, they still hold on. I mean, it is wild how they hold oh, it's on bad. to that. Yep. I'm just like, let it go. Like it's like complaining uh, to an umpire that called strike three. Well, he's not going to reverse strike three. He's not going to reverse. So why are you complaining? Well, these guys are complaining about that strike three. A year later, you're not going to get the card, man. It's not coming. <laughs> it's not. It's not. Man. <sighs> it's just, it's so fun beating the Sounders on any day. It's more fun beating the Sounders when you can eliminate them from the playoffs. And now if we can beat, I still have bad feelings against Dallas because of the Jesse Gonzalez days. Cause he was, oh, sure. I, I just absolutely hated him. One of my least yeah, favorite goalkeepers in MLS. Uh, but so. Seattle gets to go home and, you know, get naked with their CCL trophy. It's, it's a whole thing they're, they're fine with, you know what I mean? They don't, yeah. they don't need these playoffs. All right. They got this, uh, you know, continental championship. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so uh, we'll see. Um, one, we're, we're about to break for wow. our new announcement, but I have one more question for you before we go. Uh, Peter Vermees, in an interview with uh, with Soren Petro, kind of alluded to that uh, Sporting KC will have a designated player spot open next year. And now we don't have anybody who's a designated player currently that's not going to be on the team anymore, but it might be that uh, salary and transfer fee and whatnot Basically, we'll be able to be adjusted that maybe Gotti Kinda can be bought down. So we'll have a, a designated player uh, opportunity next year, even if we don't get rid of a current designated player. So if we can, is there a position that you want to have Peter Vermees look to fill with a designated player spot? Well, bring back uh, free agent Ilya Sanchez, I guess. Why not? <laughs> I don't know. Ilya as a DP, not doing it for me, but I think yeah. you're right. I think designated player as a, a really quality defensive midfielder free up remy to maybe move into the more full-time eight number eight position yeah oh man i'm all about it so you know they they really applauded for zussi and roger when they left the field when they got subbed out and i'm like this i i i find it hard to believe that this is their last time on the field and graham even oh, afterwards man. was like you know I'm, I'm not done you know he they asked him kinds of questions that alluded to that and he's like right fans are great but you know i got more yeah so We'll see. I don't blame the fans for doing it just in case. Just in case. You have my applause, sir. Just in case. Anyway, anyway, you all uh, stick with us until after the break and an exciting update about what's next for any other pod. Let's go. All right, thanks for sticking with us. We got some uh, very special news. Um, Jimmy's leaving the podcast. No, (laughs) (laughs) just drop that on there. No, guys, we are, we're expanding. You could say it's a uh, No Other Pod 2.0, but in the age of streaming platforms, it's No Other Pod Plus, right? Moving on to add a a second episode of uh, a Casey Current-focused podcast that myself, Daniel Kuzer is going to lead, not with Jimmy, with someone we have here with us today. Uh, he sits with me at the Sporting KC games. He was initially very mad that I did not uh, do no other pod with him and chose Jimmy instead. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Chris Wright. Hey, man. Welcome. How are you? Uh, I'm doing great. Thank you for having me. And I would like to point out Jimmy has done a much better job than I ever could have. So well, you made you made the right call. Um, <laughs> we needed someone to to steer the ship. You and I would have just kind of fought over the reins and crashed the damn thing or something. <laughs> it would have been but, a disaster. But yeah. Well, we're here, man. We're gonna we're gonna release. We're gonna do our best to do, release consistent weekly episodes. Uh, shooting for Thursday release dates, unless something comes up or whatever. Like it happens on no other pod. Sometimes it's going to be called currently dot 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 on no other pod. So it's going to be on your same uh, podcast feed. If you're subscribed, it'll just come in on Thursday mornings. And, uh, you know, reviews are all the same. So feel free to review us and everything like that. And, uh, Jimmy, what am I missing, man? Is there any other important technical stuff? No, they don't have to do anything except listen. 
and subscribe and rate and review and all of that. And I'm excited because I get to sit back and listen to this one as a fan. So it's, (laughs) you're like, I don't have to do shit for once. (laughs) It's uh, no, this is, this is awesome. Uh, Chris, I'm very excited. Uh, You know, we've, we've sat at a number of games together when I'm in the stands as well. And uh, Chris knows his stuff. Uh, He he and Dan are going to do a fantastic job talking everything Kansas city current. Uh, I am very excited to, to listen and learn more about the current uh, and, and for no other pod to continue to grow and, and cover, uh, you know, an equally as important soccer team to Kansas City as Sporting KC. Uh, you know, the Kansas City current have a lot of very exciting things happening with their stadium. And, you know, they just had, you know, their their chef announcement earlier today when we're recording and, and there's more information coming out every day. And, and I cannot wait uh, to hear you guys talk about their their first playoff berth and everything. So can't wait. No, it'd be cool because, uh, you know, we always get Casey current questions on here and we try to we try to stick to a tight hour. Uh, Chris and I don't know how long we'll go, you know, maybe anywhere from 30 minutes to an hour. But you and I have never really been able to talk women's soccer as much as we'd probably like to. So adding this uh, is going to be great. But first of all, Chris, why are you qualified to cover women's soccer? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I can answer that question, but but uh, I, I will say I've I've watched women's soccer most of my life, and you know it, one of my favorite players growing up was Mia Hamm, as I'm sure was you know most people. But uh, you know I, I followed um, Kansas City uh, women's soccer before you know before they left and went to Utah. Now that they're back, um, you know it, we've had a, a ton of news, a ton of content, and I'm really excited to you know discuss that with everybody and you know, provide something cool for the Kansas city women's soccer community. Well, there you go. A man telling you why he's more qualified than you to talk about women's soccer. I did not say that. <laughs> See, Good luck, Chris. Good luck. <laughs> this is uh, you're going to take, take it, take this over for me. There, there's bumpers you'll learn to put up. Bumper. <laughs> like fucking bowling. Oh shit. That's hilarious. I come with bumpers, man. It's all good. It's uh, yeah. but it's because I like to snack too much. So there you go. those are called love handles. No, this is going to be great because I mean we've had a number of sporting KC players or staff members or whatnot here on No Other Pod. Uh, I mean we've had Ali Trost who does a lot of work with uh, the Kansas City Current on the podcast, but this is going to give another opportunity for Kansas City soccer fans to hear directly from potentially players and staff members and and coaches and and whoever uh, is involved with the Kansas City Current uh, as their team and their club continues to grow in Kansas City as they build this world-class, literally first of its kind in the world, purpose-built women's professional soccer stadium here in Kansas City. Uh, And little birdie told me that y'all are going to be at the groundbreaking? We're going to go out there. We're going to uh, you know, get, get, get back, give back to the people and, uh, you know, really talk to them about the new <laughs> podcast. No, we, we are going to be out there. Man, there's like music and food and games and stuff. Why wouldn't you go? It's going to be great. Sounds awesome. Yeah. I think I'll, I'll tell you one thing about Chris though. I, you know, I watch Casey current. I don't know everything about them. Chris does. And, but he, he'll even tell me things about other teams in the league. And I'll be like, cool, man. I believe you. Like, I don't, <laughs> I don't know. But he does know, and that's he's a very knowledgeable son of a gun when it comes to that. We might have, uh, you know, maybe his girlfriend will come on and talk to us. Uh, maybe my wife will pop on here. Uh, my wife and I tried to record a podcast one time. It, we did not. We did not mesh. I call but, it the uh, lost episode. It's the lost episode that, that that got deleted immediately. Do you still have the recording <laughs> file? I don't think so. No, oh, you literally no. it, it's gone from the face. Of the I think so. It yeah. It was like it was a segment where yeah we weren't. Uh, it's almost like we weren't even friends. <laughs> <laughs> it's tough, man. It is because you, while well, you get along with someone, it's different when you like try to record with them or something. It's so different. Yeah. It takes so, some getting used to for sure. But this is exciting, man. Chris has been, I mean, I met him in like 2014 and or 2015. No, 2014. At a sporting tailgate. If I sporting, remember correctly. sporting tailgate, I, I knew your girlfriend, Vanessa uh, from Topeka, but, uh, yeah, and we just, you know, we, we live that veg life, you know, hoping these new chefs at Casey Current have uh, some vegan options in there. There will definitely be better vegan options at the current games than sporting Casey games. I can almost guarantee Ooh, that. Ooh, you shouldn't guarantee. Uh, I don't know. 
I don't know. You guys say that, but you you would think. Then we went to LA Galaxy Stadium last month and they had nothing. What nothing? kind of what is California if not well, vegan food? And then what did you do at the uh, LAFC slash Angel City Stadium? Got obese. <laughs> <laughs> that was a great time. <laughs> yeah. So the galaxy well, just phoning in. It's it's uh yeah that'll be great though uh and and knowing Chris for going on eight years now we played soccer we've been injured together and and played soccer some more. Yeah, <laughs> We're gonna tail, together. Tales yep. of uh, Chris's outside outside of his foot shots. That's right. Oh, yeah, I've it, talked about that. It's weird when he does that. Uh, I, I call it it's morphin time, and then his ankle turns this way, and he, <laughs> <laughs> it's. I don't know how to shoot, so I just do it how I know, and it it works out. So it no. me to do it. There was a time I, he, Chris was like. I'm going to learn to shoot uh, correctly. And I said, don't. You're doing your scoring. Why right. would you change anything? <laughs> right. Very short-lived. That was very short-lived. <laughs> and I'm sure it's confusing to the keepers because they're like, wait, what? It, yeah. It puts a spin on it that you would not expect. Yeah. I don't mean to, but it just works out. It's absolutely insane. They're like, I thought he was passing. It's absolutely <laughs> ridiculous. Uh, we did. We ran a marathon last year together, though. Uh, you yeah. know, until like mile twenty, then he kind of left us because I was, I was gonna die. <laughs> <laughs> but good times. Yeah. Uh, what's uh, Jimmy? From you being out, uh, being like a, an outside person here on this, what what do you want to see, uh, happen with this new KC Current podcast? I know you're kind of gonna be hands off, and I'm gonna kind of steer the ship here, uh, kind of and see what happens but you know what what do you want to see happen i'm excited to, to just hopefully see more uh of a kansas city current community built there's already a pretty strong kansas city current community in kansas city uh but you know over the years with sporting kc there have been a number of of podcasts that have come and gone some have stayed longer longer than others but you know there's there's a couple current ones out there and 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 they're very good and i think what i'm most excited about is uh to hear from from the perspective of you two, genuine fans of, of the Kansas City Current, fans of Kansas City as a city, and and soccer fans to to just talk similar to how you and I talked, Dan, about about Sporting KC. You know how we were like we were already talking about this stuff, and and you know we're not professionals, we're not experts in soccer, we're just a couple of fans who deeply care about this club and this community. So let's record it. And Chris, before we started recording you said almost those exact words you were like we're already talking about this stuff like let's try to help build the the kansas city current community and i think we have already a, a really good fan base built in here i'm excited to learn more about the kc current players uh, from both of you who uh, have been able to get to more games than i do and uh, who are able to watch uh, i try to watch as much as i can but you know, with life going on, there's it's there's a lot of content, a lot of things going on. So I didn't feel like I was qualified to be able to speak consistently on this. So I'm excited to learn from both of you who know a lot more about the current than I do, and to just build that excitement even more, especially as they go into their first ever playoff. Yeah, hundred percent. That's uh, you know, we're not going to reinvent the no other pod podcast wheel here. You know, it's a. Uh... But I'm also excited to see like what you guys come up with too. Like, I mean, hey, this it took us a while to evolve into what it is now, and we'll continue to evolve. And I'm sure, you know, however long from now, when when you go back and you listen to currently compared to the first episode, you guys will have, I'm sure, distinctly evolved into your own flavor of you know, still with the no other pod feel, but like it's going to be distinctly current and distinctly you two. And I'm excited for that. No, absolutely, and and you know. If you, if for some reason you're just not into women's soccer, which how dare you? Well, <laughs> just you know, don't unsubscribe to no other pod right. or anything. Just just mark the episode as played if you don't want to listen to us, but you're gonna want to listen to us because there's a playoff soccer team in Kansas City. So why wouldn't you? Big game exactly. against the Dash, Chris. What what should uh, I mean? I'm sure you guys will talk about this in the first episode this week, but. You know what? What can people expect to see from the current against the Dash in this first ever playoff game? It's going to be a tough matchup. Um, we have traditionally played Houston very well, but they have a high scoring offense with Ebony Salmon, and that's something that traditionally we've been able to rein in. But they could go for one goal or go for three, 
and it's going to be really important for our for the current to communicate on the back line and just play their game. I think if they play their game and not pull a Chicago, um, then they will do well. I mean, we had 13 games unbeaten for a reason. So we're a solid team. We just have to keep up our fundamentals and, and keep their offense in front of us. And I think we will have a good, good result. See, this is what he does. He can absolutely just be making up a name. Ebony Salmon, that sounds absolutely made up. And I'd just be like, cool, man. Yeah, thanks for educating me on women's soccer. Like, I have no idea anyone else other than Kansas City. So this is going to be awesome. Well, it's just, it's wild too, because the NWSL all year was so compact at the top of the table. I mean, from fifth place where, where Kansas City landed up to first place where OL Reign is, it's only a four-point difference. There are three teams in the playoffs tied at 36 points and it came down to goal differential tiebreakers to separate them because they all had 10 wins anybody can beat anybody on any given day i feel like in the nwsl so this is wide open and if the winner correct me if i'm wrong of kansas city versus the dash would have to go on to face ol rain in uh seattle is that right i think if i looked yes. at the yeah, is so. it a set bracket like they're not they don't do reseeding or anything it's set it's it's the ol rain gotcha well, that sucks. Which, <laughs> I will say, I would rather they're in good form right now, but traditionally we've played well against them. We have not played well against Portland, who's on the other side. So, you know, I would rather play the rain than Portland. So, true the insight you'll get. <laughs> it's exciting stuff, though. And, uh, you know, we, we've. I, we haven't even really tooled this idea over of adding a second episode. I think I just texted Jimmy one day and was like, I think I want to do this. And I was like, I don't know why I'm just committing myself to more time, but this is fun. I mean, talking about stuff like this, it's just, uh, it's not a chore. It, it just becomes fun with your friends. So yeah. you even bought you a new microphone, bought a new microphone. Yep. And, and Chris got my hand me down. <laughs> blame dan for the audio yeah hey it it sounds all right i don't know how mine sounds but uh jimmy says it's good so there you go i'm fantastic all right that is a that is a premium microphone it is you're the only one of us with a pop filter so how about that yeah i know i found out that's not for pop singers did you know this it's like to stop popping sounds yep good job good job you passed uh, uh you, uh, you, you would think you're the, gonna turn oh. you into ariana grande once you put that on there uh, Justin Timberlake, God damn! Why you got to make me sexy? You sing when we're not around, like you just sing at your desk and yeah. Know. So you know, and I do little Aguilera riffs. You know, little <laughs> you have to your hand has to follow your notes. <laughs> Sometimes, man. Well, <laughs> no, that's funny. Uh, we did, you know, we, we take questions every week, and and you know, I don't know if uh, you guys will do the same or not, but. Um, we did get a, a Kansas City Current question uh, when we put out a call for no other pod questions this week, and it came from our guy, Kevin Lopez at SKC Fan TV. He says, how will you legends celebrate a Kansas City Current National Championship win if we get there? Oh, my. But he's already thinking ahead. I mean, I'm sure there would be a parade. But, um, look, we got to get through some very good teams before we get to planning for championship celebration. Yeah. So. Chris talked about going. If we make it. Yeah, I try to get Dan to go, but uh I I think he's gonna be can't do out it down at the time. So it's <laughs> it's in it's set location, right? Is it in DC? Yeah. 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 I think wow. October 29th, if I remember correctly. It'd be real cool if they could do sort of what MLS Cup does and let the higher seated home team host because it's tough. I mean, MLS Cup used to do a neutral site, and, and it was a lot harder to get people to travel to like, oh, this year it's going to be in Columbus. So, you know, Portland and Toronto fans are going to have to go to Ohio if they want to watch a game. And it's like, then you think about like, oh, MLS Cup being here in Kansas City in 2013 at negative seven degree, like that legendary atmosphere would be so cool. But 100%. Maybe we'll I don't know why they do that. I'm sure it has to do with not... Uh stepping on MLS playoffs or something like that. I don't know. Maybe, Always don't know. accommodating for these men. That's probably what it is because they're like, that's why we can put it at Audi field. Cause we're not worried about DC United. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, cool. Chris, is there anything, uh, you know, you guys will have a whole episode this week, but is there anything you, uh, you want to let people know? Uh, where, where do they find you if they want to follow you? 
Oh my goodness. I'm going to have to actually check. <laughs> Put you on the spot Nobody there. follows me. So um, it's on Twitter. It's at Chris Wright 21. And you can go ahead and tweet at me if you have any questions or any comments and happy to listen to them and bring them on the pod. We're going to have to go. redo our Twitter bio, throw Chris in there, all sorts of stuff. Yeah. Do we, I mean, we don't need a new Twitter handle, right? Like no. uh, a second one, just keep the same. Cause this is just, so. yeah. this is a uh, no other pod plus man. When does Chris come off of a probationary period and we give him access to the Twitter account? <laughs> he's He's got an orientation phase to go through. Yeah. Uh, Dan is our head of HR. So, Oh, that's bad. That's never good. Uh, well, I'm excited for you guys. I can't wait to listen. It'd be cool. I think, uh, you know, you, the thing is we didn't, we can't always have a ton of interviews, uh, you and I, Jimmy, because, right. uh, you know, you work a real job and I work from home. <laughs> Uh, we'll get, you know, Chris and I, Chris and I both work from home. We could literally schedule a player interview on a lunch break for God's sakes and interview a a Desiree Scott or somebody, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's, uh, the possibilities are there and, uh, you know, get jealous because we're about to have all the interviews. (laughs) (laughs) I'm excited. I can't wait. So, well, thank you, Chris. Thank you, Dan. Looking yes. forward to the future of currently on No Other Pod. Again, right here in your No Other Pod podcast feed. Uh, you don't have to do anything. Look for it. It's this Thursday, right? This Thursday. Tomorrow? We're looking to, yeah, barring any technical issues with uh, with me here. But... Right. We reserve <laughs> the right to, to revise that release schedule as needed. Yeah. I, I we got We'll have a new theme song, hopefully, and uh, it'll mm-hmm. be, a whole, be a whole thing. I, I'm pretty pumped about it. And it, it should at least go more smoothly than the night that I tried to upload the first episode of no other pod did. Cause I literally was like apple podcast.com or whatever. And I was like, Oh, I, we need a hosting site and we need to figure out what is an RSS feed. And I'll had to figure all that out. So we don't got to do that this time. You learned a lot. Remember when you like lost the whole episode and it was like 11 o'clock at night oh and I was sleeping and I woke up to like 17 text messages from you. <laughs> I was like, is Jimmy hurt? <laughs> Oh, I was, uh, it was, I think the week we brought Namath back and I was like, shit, we just got a striker. I need to record. I literally, I recorded my half of that interview again, listening to your half of the interview, including faking my laughter when I laughed. It was bad. (laughs) It was bad. That's insane. I forgot about that. That that is not a, an expectation. <laughs> I, I feel pretty lucky because I'm just coming into a well-oiled machine and I don't have to do a whole lot. So, oh, yeah. It is a machine. We're oiled. I don't know if it's well oiled. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, we lather it up for sure. <laughs> well, thank you both. And uh, yeah, look for currently on No Other Pod this Thursday, right there Absolutely. in your There you Hello. Go. Yeah, there it is. I am so friend. Yeah, you should be excited because uh, the man knows women's soccer, and I'm I'm going to learn from him. I think it's awesome. Yeah. Like you said, you're going to have you know various different perspectives. There'll be various different women who will come on at various different times. To I'm saying various a lot. I'm just excited. Uh, a lot of <laughs> a lot of various women. Uh, you know, it, it is it is upsetting, you know, that I, I did choose to partner with a man for a women's podcast, but uh we'll we'll be okay and we'll hope you forgive us, you know? Yeah, it's uh you're you're gonna get a lot of different perspectives to come on and join us with interviews totally. and whatnot. And absolutely I you know, you guys are, are two genuine fans. I'm excited to to just have another option. Like I said, there's a couple other current podcasts out there that are, 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 are very good. Uh, this is not meant to compete with them or replace them or anything. Are you sure? <laughs> well, I did. I, I didn't know there were any others out there. So that's uh, I didn't do my research. Yeah. There's uh, at least one or two out there. Did we but... steal someone's name? No, you did not. <laughs> cool. So, cool. 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 But uh, yeah, look for currently on another pod tomorrow. Uh, one thing we didn't talk about with Chris that I'm sure you guys are going to touch on. A little bit. We didn't want to steal too much of like the positivity and excitement of, of the launch announcement of currently. But uh, we'd be remiss if we didn't talk about this U.S. soccer investigative report uh, that came out that apparently it's not done. They're like, there's more investigations currently ongoing about the abuse, systematic abuse uh, 
and, and just generally terrible behavior. Systemic. Systemic, systemic abuse. Systemic abuse. That, That's that a is, serious word. Uh, plagued NWSL and U.S. soccer, and there are reports that it might even reach down into youth soccer and whatnot. Oh, um, Jesus Christ. I mean, there are all sorts of reports and articles and stuff out there. Um, this is just the opening few sentences from the New York Times article. Uh, it says, One coach called in a player to review game film and showed her pornography instead. Another was notorious at the highest levels of women's soccer for alternately berating his players and then quizzing them about their sex lives. A third coach coerced multiple players into sexual relationships, behavior that one top team found so disturbing that it fired him. But when he was hired by a rival team only a few months later, the original club, which had documented his behavior in an internal investigation, said nothing. Instead, it publicly wished him well in his new post. Uh, of course, My we God. know that last one is uh, the Portland Thorns. Uh, but this is, um, I think there had been rumors, not just rumors, documentation of severe misconduct, emotional abuse, verbal abuse, sexual abuse uh, in NWSL. Um, but the general consensus seems to be that this investigative report was beyond what anyone expected um, and significantly worse. Uh, there were three NWSL coaches that were the primary focus, Paul Riley, Rory Dames, and Christy Hawley, um, but also the inaction taken by teams. Uh, it's too much to get into everything. Um, NPR has sort of like a five highlights, five takeaways thing about the article or about the, the report. Um, they highlight, they say abusive coaches were able to move to new clubs after being fired. Of course, that's referring to uh, Paul Riley after he was fired from the Thorns and went on to the uh, North Carolina Courage. Um, some of those involved to refuse to cooperate with the investigation, it said. Um, this quote says, the Portland Thorns interfered with our access to relevant witnesses and raised specious legal arguments in an attempt to impede our use of relevant documents. Racing Louisville FC refused to produce documents concerning Christy Holly and would not permit witnesses, even former employees, to answer relevant questions regarding Holly's tenure, citing a non-disclosure and non-disparagement agreements that signed with Holly. And the Chicago Red Stars unnecessarily delayed the production of relevant documents over the course of nearly nine months. It continues to go on. It gets worse. U.S. Soccer did not enforce things that they should have. Those in charge did not do anything about player complaints. I mean, this has made CNN. There was a an E60 uh, special report on ESPN. This is um, this is this is bad. This is bad. This is bad. That's that's saying the least. And uh, if you're a woman or a woman in the sport, just a woman in general, you're pissed, and you're absolutely pissed. And if you're uh, an ally, and mm -hmm. and uh, even a fan of these women and and this league. You are pissed as well. Just a human with any sort of empathy or compassion. Sure. You know, it, it, basically, if you're not a sociopath, you, uh, you're pissed. <laughs> it's just, I mean, the, I mean, OregonLive.com, it's the Oregonian. They've done some additional uh, commentary and reporting on at least the thorns uh, specifically. And, and some of the findings they highlight is Merritt Paulson, the owner of the Thorns and Timbers, knew of abusive behavior from Paul Riley in 2014. Uh, Gavin Wilkinson, then the Thorns GM and current Timbers GM, blamed uh, players for putting Riley, quote, in a bad position. The Thorns interfered with the uh, investigation. Um, and then Merritt Paulson came out with just a god-awful, terrible statement that basically says, okay, well, you know, yesterday's report unveils the darkest day I have experienced. So immediately... And I know the same is true for everyone else. So literally the first thing he does is he makes it about himself, which yeah, it was, I think uh, is reflective of who Merritt Paulson is. You love Merritt Paulson, actually. Oh, my like, God. Oh, I'm sorry. You love to hate him. He, I mean, I've <laughs> wanted him to be... I mean, And this is, you know, the plight of billionaires. You get exposed as a shitty person, so your punishment is to sell your team and make a shit ton of money. So... Yeah, uh, but he's not even doing that, right? So He's refusing to do that. Yeah. He says, given the Thorns are about to enter the NWSL playoffs, I have told the NWSL that I will be removing myself effective today from all Thorns-related decision-making until the joint investigation, which we are fully cooperating with, is released. 
Side note, we know that to be false. Uh, and he says, Gavin Wilkinson and Mike Golub will do the same. But Gavin Wilkinson was supposed to have removed himself from Thorns-related activities years ago. That's what the Thorns said. So they're Dude. lying. It's just Thorns are bad, and I got to tell you, they're good, right? So let's get some of those good players. To come I mean, down here. <laughs> that's not even get out like, of that organization. It's like, not even what it's about. I just I want every person who was impacted by this to to feel safe and protected and feel like they have an employer, an organization, a, a, a federation, whoever it is, looking out for their best interests. And it is and clear. Don't. It is clear that not only have they not been looking out for the player's best interests, they have been actively undermining, actively denying, and actively preventing legitimate complaints about harassment and assault, emotional, physical, uh, verbal, and sexual from getting to the proper authorities or doing anything about it. Um, Jesus Christ. You know, hey, but, let's watch some game film. Just kidding. Here's some porn. Right. I mean, what it's in God's name goes sociopathic behavior. What um, the fuck? You know, from a local perspective, uh, there there are some mentions of, of primarily FC Kansas City in the report. Nothing to the extreme. I'm not excusing what it says about FC Kansas City, but nothing to the extreme of the Thorns and the Red Stars or, or, or the Courage or, or Racing Louisville. Um, Daniel Sperry has a Twitter thread where he highlights the mentions of Kansas City in the report. Um, it's primary, primarily related to poor working conditions uh, in, in 2014. Um poor training on turf fields, <clears throat> excuse me, despite being told they would be mostly on grass in 2015 and 2017. Um, and then it says Kansas City current head coach Matt Pot Potter is mentioned briefly for working with Christy Holly during his time as a scout with U.S. soccer. His interview was used in the report to demonstrate nepotism in the hiring of Holly. So it doesn't, um, doesn't paint him in a terrible light. Potter in anything. No, it's just he was interviewed because he had worked previously with Holly. Um, and then uh, allegations about Chris Likens and the original F FC Kansas City ownership group um, are mentioned in the depiction of misogynistic culture around the league. So, uh, I mean, in terms of how this impacts the Kansas City current, I, I am, I mean, there's, no, I don't even know what the right words are to say. Like, I, I can't say I feel happy. I feel grateful, I guess, that none of the people involved with the current club are, are implicated and that... But I don't even want to say that none of the the players are impacted because clearly they are and they have to be impacted in some way because this yeah. is their league. These are their 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 colleagues. Um, and maybe some of them have stories that just haven't been told. Um, so this is this is terrible and more action needs to be done. Uh, but, you know, I don't know if you and Chris will talk about it more or not, but I just it would we'd be remiss if we didn't mention it at all. Um well, what's nice about this, by the way, no, not about this. Sorry. Horrible transition. What's nice about this? Uh, having a second episode is really going to eliminate, uh, I'd like to say, duplicating conversations that you and I, because sure. I'm, on, I'm on both. Sure. Um, but I think that that doesn't always ring true because sometimes I repeat myself. So, I mean, that's okay. It's just, it's yeah. clear from the statements from um, Arnim Weisler, from the Chicago Red Stars, from Merritt Paulson, like, they centered themselves so much in their statements, even after this, like they have not learned a thing. And that's part of the problem. You two are not the victims, the players who you systematically abused or enabled abuse of are the victims and they still haven't learned it. And I'm sure everyone on Twitter is letting them know that. Right. I hope so. But it's just, cause he's just, Oh man, every time his name comes up in something, it's like this man, Merritt Paulson, I mean, the, the the name just sounds like a rich person, right? Like like he owns land and potentially slaves and <laughs> treats women terribly. Like it just makes sense. I just I he's um not great, is what I'll say. <laughs> Good. Way to sum that up. I just I I mean there's there's no words to describe, honestly, after this after this report um and mls hasn't done anything themselves that i've seen you know they no. they were asked if you know to have a response and they, they don't have a response and the the latest thing i'm seeing right here from two minutes ago uh ryan clark from the oregonian asked if mls 
if the league is comfortable with allowing Paulson, Golub, and Wilkinson to continue in roles with the Timbers, and if any discipline is being considered, MLS spokesperson said, Major League Soccer is assessing the situation. I mean, right. Yeah. By that, they mean waiting for it to die down Y'all had until another segment of news overtakes them. You know what I mean? What do they say? Like 72 hours till a new news story bumps you out? All of them had like the, this isn't news to the leak. They had to know this was coming and to not have sure. more of a plan in place already is is inexcusable from MLS's standpoint, I think. So well, there will be forms of protest and, and you know, some sort of protest being made at games for sure, yeah. be it from players or fans like these fans aren't stupid. I mean, women's soccer fans are some of the most caring fun heartwarming fans there is yeah and it's gonna you know i i would i would love to see uh a team you know a a portland timber a portland thorns win this damn thing and you know take take their crest off their jersey or some shit you know what i mean it's just i mean all in all just a really terrible situation yeah so I don't know, man. Um, I'd l- There's no good transition away from that. Yes, I'm... we're going to end the podcast like this. <laughs> Very cool. I guess I'd like to transition to uh, to, to something, you know, a, a little bit more positive. Um, but look, I'm I'm excited um, to see how you and Chris grow currently over the coming weeks and months and, and hopefully years. Um, I'm excited to see uh, more Kansas City Current representation on our podcast feed. Like we said, there will not be any need for people to do any sort of new subscription or anything. Um, you can leave us a new writing or review. Uh, you know, try to um, know that this will be a growing and evolving process. Um, but we're excited to to bring you this new content. So, is there anything else you want people to know about about currently? Yeah, I mean, this feels like. Feels like Daddy Jimmy wishing me well, and uh, <laughs> on you your know, first day of school, on your on your future endeavors here at, at the office or something like. It just feels feels different. Excited to see you grow as a human being, but no, I feel that uh, it, it's going to be fun because uh, it's just guess what? It's just talking more soccer with yeah. buds, and that's all we've ever wanted to be, and that's all it's ever going to be. But I'm excited to you know talk with people in different organizations and, and get some media people on to talk as well. And like I said, it'll come out on, you know, uh, Thursdays is when we're shooting for, and in case there's occasional Tuesday or Wednesday, Casey current games. And Mm -hmm. there you go. Yeah. It's going to be awesome. So really looking forward to it. But uh, in the meantime, thank you all so much for listening to this episode of no other pod, a victory pod and an exciting announcement about currently. Uh, make sure you leave us Fuck a five-star <laughs> rating and review uh, if you have not yet done so. Uh, you can tweet at us uh, at jcmac03, at dancouser, at nootherpod. And I should have written down Chris's Twitter handle. He said it. You're going to have to Chris go back Wright, and listen to it. Chris Wright 21 That's what it is. Got him. W-R-I-G-H-T-21. He's got a picture of a dog as a Twitter handle. <laughs> or a Twitter profile picture. So if you find the dog, you know you're in the right place. But uh, but yeah, make sure you go give him a follow. Give some love uh, from uh, t- to Chris, our newest member of the No Other Pod family. And uh, yeah, you'll be back tomorrow with Currently, and we'll be back next week with another episode of No Other Pod. But until next time, he's Dan. I'm Jimmy. We'll catch you all later. See ya. Currently coming in hot. <laughs> Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. 
From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.